Let's take off, baby. Let's just drive, honey, into the night sky, to the sunset shine, into the day, baby. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling. This is Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. Winter has arrived up north. To take it all in, consider a place like Gaylord, where you can ski, snowshoe, hike, raft, and snowmobile, all while enjoying the tremendous views. At Shanty Creek Resort near Bel Air, there's so much to enjoy at this time of year, including nearby Shorts Brewery. St. Joseph in Southwest Michigan offers a completely different take on wintertime in pure Michigan. And in Traverse City, any time is appropriate to celebrate life. We travel Michigan next, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling. Welcome to Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. I'm so happy that you've joined us this week as we talk about things to do in the beautiful state of Michigan at this time of year. So here we are. It's winter time, and up north is really obvious that it's winter time. Sometimes there's not a lot of snow in your backyard, depending on where you are. And you might be thinking, gee, I wonder if it's worth driving up north. Let me tell you, it's worth driving up north uh, because there are so many fun things you can do, especially in a place like Gaylord. It's easy to get to for most people, and it's such a cool place. Let's find out why you should make a trip to Gaylord by talking to Paul Beach now. Paul is the executive director of the Gaylord Area CBB. Paul, good to talk to you. Hey, Dave. Thanks so much for uh, having me. And yes, we do love winter here in Gaylord. And uh, I say unabashedly, I know your job with uh, Pure Michigan is to pro- promote our entire state, and you do an amazing amazing job. But uh, we think we are one of the best winter vacation destinations in the state of Michigan for a lot of reasons. Um, we get over 150 inches of snow annually, and there is such a wide variety of things that you can do, Dave, that aren't requiring a skill level or requiring a lot of money that really uh, allow you an opportunity to kind of dip your toe in the water, if you will, and maybe have a soft outdoor winter adventure. Yeah. Well, no skills. You caught my attention when you mentioned that. So, um, because you, you, I think you've seen me downhill skiing, Uh, not, not very skilled. I learned it's something years that ago. I can't unsee. Yeah, that's, it's something that, that I can't. That's unfeed. true. Well, you know, I am so jealous, as you know. Um, Odie McKinley at Pure Michigan uh, is part of a team that has put together these beautiful videos to show you why you should go out there skiing. And of course, they they uh, feature Treetops Resort and Otsego Resort. And I'm so jealous of how good a skier he is. You can see in those videos. You can find them, by, by the way, at Michigan.org and, you know, just look at skiing information. But they feature your area uh, for obvious reasons, like you mentioned. Plenty of snow and a couple of really great places to ski. There are so many great things to do. Uh, downhill skiing is certainly one of them. And, you know, while we're talking about downhill skiing, one thing I highly recommend, Dave, is... Uh, 
You know, somewhere back in uh, your listeners' past, maybe they tried downhill skiing and a friend taught them or a parent, and they didn't have a great experience. And I always recommend, if it's something you're interested in, both uh, locations have ski rentals, and they provide amazing instruction. And really, I, I highly recommend... They've got enthusiastic, uh, young uh, downhill ski instructors. It's worth every penny uh, to get out there and get a lesson. Uh, In a couple of hours, they'll get you going down the hill safely. They'll teach you how to stop, which is, of course, critically Hmm. important. They'll teach you how to make some gentle turns. Um, They'll teach you how to get uh, on and off of the chairlift. And then you can just kind of go out and have fun and work on your skiing. We always recommend do it with your children if you can, if they don't know how to ski, or take a friend because it makes it a lot more fun uh, when you can go out together and you can learn together, and then as you're skiing, uh, you can help each other out. So take a downhill ski lesson. I tell you, it's really worth uh, every penny in terms of making your downhill ski expense, uh, experience a little more fun. Totally agree. And the good thing is you can do that at places like Treetops. Does that Seago uh, Club, uh, Seago Resort, do they offer uh, classes as well? They sure do. They've got a great uh, group of instructors, and uh, they both offer uh, state-of-the-art downhill ski equipment. So it's a good chance to really see and learn about equipment. If it's something uh, you really like, uh, of course you can invest in that. But I highly recommend, if it's something you're interested, uh, book a lesson. Uh, Both of those places, you can book your lesson online. And the, the ski instructors are so friendly, and they're so nice. And uh, you're not going to feel uh, crazy going out there. They've, they've seen people that haven't uh, learned how to downhill ski. So just a, a good thing to do. It's not real overly expensive to do that either. That's a great idea. Now, I know you can, of course, ski downhill and cross country. You can snowshoe in your area. You can hike beautiful areas. A couple of things that are really unique, rafting and the opportunity to see elk at wintertime. Tell us quickly about that. Yeah, so winter rafting is something that's really unique to this part of northern Michigan. There are two outfitters, Big Bear Outfitters up in Indian River and uh, and Sturgeon River Paddle Sports up near Wolverine. I'm just going to tell you, Dave, it, they come with a guide. So it's a guided trip. It's extremely safe. You'll see parts of our state you'll never see in the summer because there's no leaves. So you see hills and valleys and Uh, little areas where water trickles out of the ground. You've done this very safe. And again, I want to stress it's guided. Uh, The guides tell you what to do. Uh, A very, very uh, fun, unique thing to do. It's a lot of fun. And, And when it comes to the elk, get this, this is the truth. If you want to see elk and be guaranteed, almost guaranteed to see elk, because they move around a bit, go to the Elks Club in in Gaylord. I'm serious. Go to the Elks Club. Just just do an app. Uh, go on, check the mapping, and you'll you'll probably see the elk because they kind of feed in that area. Of course, the wild elk are all over the place too. Uh, they totally wild elk. So, Paul Beach now, thank you for joining us from Gaylord. People, check it out. The website is gaylordmichigan.net. You're going to have a great time. We're going to head to Bel Air over to Shanty Creek Resorts next here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org.
It's Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. Luckily for us, we have so many places to go to at wintertime to really enjoy that outdoor winter experience. You heard about some of those places in the Gaylord area in the last segment. And now we get to go to the Bel Air area to find out what's happening at Shanty Creek Resorts. And let me tell you, Talk about a beautiful place to be at this time of the year. But this is a four-season resort. You think about it, they have like 90 holes of tremendous golf in, uh, you know, the warm weather months. They have, I don't know, something like 400 different rooms of different types to enjoy when you go to the uh, Shanty Creek Resorts. And there are literally a couple of resorts as part of the resort. So to tell us all about that, let's bring in Lindsay Southwell. She is the Director of Marketing at Shanty Creek Resorts. Lindsay, I have to just say right away, because I get a little confused about this. What do I mean when I say there are a couple of resorts within the resorts? You want to explain that? Yeah, sure. Um, So Shanty Creek is comprised of what we call, you know, villages or resorts. Um, So each of the villages has their own activities and lodging and things to do. And so uh, like you said, we are a four-season resort, so we're able to really tailor packages and lodging to guests based on what they want to do, what they want to see, the kind of lodging that they want um, in each of those villages. So Cedar River Village is kind of our home base in the winter. Um, it's where we base all of our snow sports operations out of. We do have 42 ski runs at um, Shish Mountain. Um, and they sit right on the backside of Shush Mountain. So you have access from your lodging to Shush Mountain. You can get your rentals, lift tickets, lessons, anything you want to do ski-related, you can do it right out of your hotel, which is really fantastic because you can just get right on the slopes there. Um, we also have Summit Village, um, which is kind of our flagship. It's the original Shanty Creek Lodge, um, which is almost 60 year old, 60 years old this year. Hmm. And um, it's a fantastic place. We have our uh, tubing park out there in the winter. So for those folks who uh, are, I want to be up north, I want to hmm. be out in the winter, but I don't know how to ski, and I really am a little bit worried about learning to ski, there are other activities to do. We have Nordic trails here as well. Uh, So a really great all-around place to stay. Uh, And then, of course, there's Shush Village, uh, which is uh, where the original Shush Mountain Lodge is, and uh, also snow sports operations there, obviously. You have access to all 42 slopes over there. So um, and then our fourth one, I don't want to leave it hang out there. Uh, Shaney Creek just acquired uh, Hawk's Eye Golf Course. And, um, but that's more of a summer operations for yeah. us. I suppose you could probably cross country ski there. But, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause, but there's so many other places to cross country ski uh, because Shanty Creek Resorts, it's, it's on such a big map. I mean, it's a big property. Yeah, we're 4,500 acres, which is about eight square miles. So there's a lot of places to roam here um, and really get lost in um, the beauty of nature. You know, that's another great thing about a resort is we're really just surrounded by um, what I think is just magical in the winter. Lots of trees and snow and hills and lakes, and uh, you can't ask for more than that. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Which is the property that you have a view to the lake from? So that's our Summit Village at the Lakeview Hotel, mm-hmm. appropriately named, and we overlook Lake Bel Air, uh, which is part of the chain of lakes, uh, which is 17 interconnected lakes and rivers 
um, that start uh, just north of Shanty Creek and end up actually in Lake Michigan uh, in Elk Rapids. I almost always stay at the the Lakeview uh, the, the summit. Um, just I'm just used to that, and it's such a beautiful place. And I have to tell you, last winter I was there a few times, and the upgrades have just been incredible. The investments that the ownership has put into the property have been so impressive right from the very arrival process. When you arrive there, you see the really nice coffee shop and the restaurant. I mean, it's spectacular. Yeah, so we just, um, in the last few months, uh, finished up uh, a million-dollar renovation uh, to the restaurant and lobby area. Um, It's fantastic. Obviously, like you mentioned, the lake is one of the biggest assets of this hotel. And so we really wanted to capitalize because the restaurant overlooks the hotel. It's great for sunset views and that westward view. But you'd sit at the bar with your back to the windows. Hmm. And they've really capitalized on that in this renovation. And just um, so now every seat in that restaurant has a view of that lake, which is uh, fantastic. We've also added um, to our lobby check-in area a marketplace, um, which is something, you know, a lot of our guests have requested and demanded. So when you need like those little things or you don't want to eat at the restaurant, you just want to grab a quick snack, you can do that. Um, And it's been really well received by our guests. And, of course, like you mentioned, we added that uh, coffee bar, which serves Starbucks. So, you know, you can get um, all your seasonal drinks uh, this time of year. You know we like those peppermint mochas. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, so it's, uh, it's been a really fantastic transformation. Uh, we did some work on the outside, the entrance of the hotel um, this past fall. And um, so that's looking really sharp, too. And uh, it's really exciting, you know. A lot of it looks the same as it did 60 years ago, but, but the inside is, is so fantastically modern. I think people like to change it up here and there, whether it be, you know, the interior of a hotel or maybe some of the ways that they can ski and, and do other activities. So, so here at Shanty Creek Resort, you mentioned some of the things you can do. Obviously, the downhill skiing and the cross-country skiing. And, and that cross-country skiing, I'm not sure, um, I'm assuming you, you offer rentals for cross-country skis as well? Yeah, we do have rentals for cross-country skis. But if you wanted to, you know, snowshoeing is also very popular here we have snowshoe rentals as well and you know we have trails for doing that but you don't necessarily have to be on a trail like i said we have you know acres and acres and miles and miles of property that you can really explore on your own and so you know that nordic center is a great home base to start but really you can go anywhere well i know you have hiking trails is uh if somebody has fat tire bikes can they can they use those fat tire bikes there too Absolutely. Uh, And we have a partner in Bel Air, Pedals and Paddles, who will rent them um, as well if you didn't bring your own and it's something you'd like to try. We have um, a couple kilometer loops um, for folks who um, are a little anxious about getting off the beaten path and would rather have a path of their own. So we do um, have some kilometers for those folks as well. Now, uh, a lot of times, um, especially at wintertime, it seems, I want to have a pool as part of the experience. Uh, Do you have any indoor pools or even outdoor pools that are open at this time of year? We have both, actually. Uh, The Lakeview Hotel at Summit Village has an indoor pool. And um, at Cedar River Village, um, there's actually a heated outdoor pool uh, and hot tub. So you want to have a day on the slope, your muscles are sore, you you can hop in the hot tub outside, which is actually a really fun experience 
when it's snowing really hard and you're sitting in the pool. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I love that myself, especially after skiing. There's something yeah. really kind of fun about that. Love it. Um, and, of course, I know you offer, as we mentioned, the Lakeview Hotel. Uh, do you have a variety of accommodations, or is it basically mostly hotel setting? We do have a variety of um, rooms here at the resort. Uh, of course, like you mentioned, the Lakeview Hotel and guest rooms, and there's suites there. Um, the uh, Cedar River Lodge is an all-suite hotel, but we also have some condominiums and even home rentals. So if you have a bigger group or you want to get a big family together, you know, we have lodging that can fit up to 25 people. Uh, so really we can, you know, accommodate you know, just a couple or a little getaway to really large families or, you know, you want to get together with a couple of your friends and your families, you can, we can do that too. Well, the neat thing is with all there is to see it do at uh, Shanty Creek Resorts, maybe you just want to stay on property. That would be certainly something you could do and you'd really have a great deal of fun. But you're just a short drive away from the cute little town of Bel Air, nice shopping, some nice restaurants, including Shorts Brewery, of course. So there is something quite literally for everyone, those people who love those outdoor experiences, maybe people who just want to enjoy the pool or the spa, by the way, or um, maybe people who want to do a little shopping, a little outdoor stuff. You have it all there at Shanty Creek Resorts. The website for more info is shantycreek.com. Thank you to Lindsay Southwell for being with us today. And we're going to head uh, kind of in the same area, a little bit farther west to Traverse City to find out what's happening there next here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan, and one of the favorite stops for so many people when they travel around Michigan is the beautiful area of Traverse City. No big surprise why. If you've ever been there, you know it's a great place. Actually, it's funny to notice that the city itself is relatively small by by, you know, border and by population. But people think of the entire area as part of that Traverse City experience. And why wouldn't they? It's incredible. And to tell us all about that, let's bring in Trevor Tkach. He is the president and CEO of Traverse City Tourism. It, you know, it's, it is kind of surprising. Uh, I think most people would, would think that Traverse City is a lot bigger than it really is, Trevor. You know, it's a state of mind. Yeah. Right? It's, uh, y- you think about Traverse City and you think about all those wonderful experiences kind of all culminated into one big memory, uh, sleeping bear dunes and ski hills and bike trails and being on boats. There's all this wonderful winter wonderland stuff. And that is all Traverse City in your memory. And that's why I love saying the words. Anytime I'm traveling across Michigan, you say Traverse City and it just conjures up a lot of great memories for people. Absolutely true. And it's all about uh, memory building. That's what we do in this business. And that's what we want people to do, especially with their families. And Traverse City is a great family destination. What are some places that you would recommend and, and things to do uh, if folks have uh, younger kids in the family and they're looking for things to do at this time of year? Well, I tell you, uh, start with your lodging. And there's two places in Traverse City that have uh, indoor water parks. Uh, obviously, the Great Wolf Lodge is a favorite for my family, one of the biggest water parks in Michigan. And then, of course, Grand Traverse Resort and Spa also has a water park. But if you're outdoor adventurers, 
and, and we do this almost every week uh, here in northern Michigan as you hit the ski slopes. And taking the kids out to Crystal Mountains is a really special experience. Even if you're a non-downhill uh, skier, cross-country skier, they've got rental gear, they've got instructors there, and there's uh, fat tire biking, and there's other activities that will keep you busy and, and having fun as a family uh, all throughout the winter. It's absolutely true. And, you know, you mentioned Sleeping Bear Dunes when we first started talking. It's it's so, um, I guess, idyllic as, as a place to visit. It truly, truly represents all of nature's best. But at this time of the year, you can't really drive up Pierce Stocking Drive, so the experience is totally different. That's true, uh, but still accessible and wonderful. It's so beautiful. I mean, almost everybody in Michigan has seen it in the summertime, but to say that you've seen it in the wintertime uh, is a truly unique experience. And seeing the snow hanging from the trees, looking out over Lake Michigan and seeing the you know floating ice or maybe even the completely ice-covered waters, which can be absolutely fabulous to explore normally when it when the ice builds up on the shores of Lake Michigan, out on Leelanau Peninsula, you start to get these ice caves because the waves keep crashing in and they build up these really unique formations. So there's always a lot to explore in the wintertime in the Sleeping Bear Dunes. Absolutely true. Uh, and one of the things I think about when I think about Traverse City area is the great dining experiences kind of paired with both the craft products that are available um, and the food. It's a pretty phenomenal experience. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Well, it really is. Um, you know, it seems a bit cliche. Everybody in Michigan says their town's a foodie town because we all are. I mean, we've got the second most diverse agriculture of all 50 states. And I think our state does a really good job of incorporating our local flavors into the foods. And I think Traverse City is a representation of all those great things. You know, we do have uh, great cuisine, as you pointed out, a lot of great restaurants that stay open all year round. But we have great breweries that use local hops and other local ingredients, local distilleries. And, of course, we're extremely well-known for our wineries, more than 40 wineries here in the Traverse City area that stay open all year round. So very unique experiences where you can come in and spend time with the winemaker. This is something that would be more challenging in the summertime. Obviously, it's a very popular time to come in the summer. It can be difficult to be able to get at the um, tasting uh uh, table and be able to spend time face to face with a winemaker. But in the wintertime, it's totally different. You know, it's a little bit slower pace. You can slow down, sit by the fireplace, sip that wine, uh, and enjoy a nice conversation. Find out a little bit more about what went into making that delicious bottle of wine. I used to find the whole winery experience a bit intimidating since I really never really knew much about wine and in in the making of wine. I've learned a lot over the last couple of years, but probably the most important thing I've learned is there's no reason to be intimidated. Those folks at those wineries, they will uh, bring you through and teach you whatever you want to learn and show you various tastings and kind of give you a really welcoming, receptive, hospitable experience. It's a fun time when you go from winery to winery. Just have somebody drive you around. It's, It's a really good time. It is, and you bring up some other good points. You know, it it can be intimidating, especially in the fast pace of summer if you've not done it. So now it's a little bit slower of a time. You can sit down, you can observe, ask questions, uh, and take tours. You know, they do, a lot of the wineries will do tours all year round, Chateau Chantel, Black Star Farms. um, Bonobo has a wonderful experience 
all of them are so unique and so special and you can go in uh, and, and truly take a full tour of wine making, like truly go back um, behind the doors and see, you know, they got these huge vats, you know, and they age that wine for months and months to get it just right. So it's a really special process and it's all done right here in Traverse City. You know, one thing um, we did last New Year's Eve, New Year's Day weekend is uh, I brought my mom up to the Traverse City area and I said, you know what, let's just drive up there, enjoy the views from the Muskegon area and then drive up Old Mission Peninsula, not necessarily just for the wineries, but to experience the beauty of that drive. We stopped at the little general store. We, uh, we, we went up to the lighthouse. It was really great. I, I don't remember even if the wineries were open, uh, but, but I do know that the, the walk around that lighthouse that weekend was just so much fun. It is. It's spectacular. Um, again, kind of like the Sleeping Bear Dunes, getting out in the wintertime gives you a little bit different perspective. One thing that I do notice as a local, as, as the leaves fall off the trees, you can see a lot more water, uh, which can be pretty cool because there's some spots that in the summertime you won't be able to see the water while driving through the woods. But out on the old Mission Peninsula, very noticeable as you get to those um, vistas. You know, you're just seeing that much more panorama. And when you have beautiful sunrises and sunsets like we do, uh, it's a really special experience. And Old Mission Peninsula, man, I tell you, it is just like Leelanau Peninsula, a very unique part of of Michigan. And being able to experience that in the wintertime is, is something you, you got to check it off. At least try it once. Well, another thing about this time of year in Traverse City, you know, let's face it, summertime, it's busy there. Like you you mentioned, it's it's busy. It's It's sometimes hard even to find hotel rooms. So, if you want to uh, do a little visit and really enjoy yourself in the Traverse City area, now is the time. It's just simply not as busy. It's true. Uh, you know, and going to TraverseCity.com, we've got a wide variety of property types. I think that's the other thing that people kind of forget about is, you know, it's it's not just, um, you know, high-end resorts, although we have that. It's not just, uh, you know, entry-level camping uh, or cabin type of stuff. We've got everything, uh, you know, from top to bottom here. So depending on what you're looking for, if you bring the big family uh, on up, we've got space for that. If it's just you uh, and a loved one having a romantic getaway, we got something for that. We see a lot of people travel for business now too. And when you do that, you know, tack on extra days. Even in the even in the winter time, it's worth adding a few more days and, and going and exploring Traverse City and kind of reset yourself. You know, get yourself refreshed and ready for the new year. Uh, it, it's it's just, I mean, I, I can't say enough about the area. Uh, so for folks who have never been up there, you bet, check out places like Crystal Mountain. Go to a beautiful little Frankfurt and, you know, kind of go up that 22 corridor or maybe stay on the 31 corridor as you're coming from the south and spend a lot of time in the Traverse region. You'll really enjoy it. And Traverse City area is really well known for their big, big events and some small events too. Now, Trevor, I know that, that you have your Comedy Fest returning. When is that coming back? Well, this is really exciting. Uh, as you well know, we've had a, a long history with comedy and, and doing things in the wintertime. So now, you know, we're, we're off of the pandemic cycle. We're on to bigger and better things again. And we are excited to have the Traverse City Comedy Festival back online in 2023, February 2nd through the 4th. Downtown Traverse City, got a nice lineup of comedians. Mm. I encourage you to go to TraverseCity.com, go to our event calendar. You can find all those entertainers, and they'll be 
performing in venues all across Traver- all around Traverse City. So you can come up, enjoy some great entertainment, enjoy those restaurants that you love in the summertime. They're still open in the wintertime. A lot easier to get your reservations. You know, come and come and have some fun with us. Get some good laughs in. I mean, if you got to get through the winter and it's not your time of year, what better time to get laughs on? You know, that's it's a good time to come up. Absolutely true. Well, and there are a lot of great venues there too. Actually, I saw uh, the voice of Pure Michigan, Tim Allen, at the uh, City Opera House last summer. So. That was a spectacular uh, time. And I know you're going to have a great time in Traverse City. The website to learn more is TraverseCity.com. Very simple. I want to thank uh, Trevor DeCotch for being with us today, the president and CEO of Traverse City Tourism. We have so many really great towns to visit. One of them is St. Joseph, a little bit farther south, southwest Michigan area. We'll tell you about that next here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at Michigan.org. Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. I sure have enjoyed talking to our guest today on today's program because, as you can tell, I really do love being outside at wintertime. There's so many neat things you can do in our big cities, in our small up north towns. But we can't forget about uh, kind of our smaller little uh, kind of like beach towns that maybe you think of primarily at uh, warm weather time. Man, our beach towns are great places to be, uh, literally, when you want to lay out on the beach and enjoy the sun. But at this time of the year, they offer a different experience and one that you should check out. One of them is St. Joseph in the southwest Michigan corner, so to speak, of the Lower Peninsula. Let's find out what winter is like there and about some of the things you can do at this time of the year. Uh, Danielle Crevier is the Events and Operations Manager for St. Joseph Today. Uh, Danielle, thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me, Dave. Well, it really is a really cool place. Uh, if uh, folks have never been to St. Joseph, let's let's describe St. Joe to people. Give us uh, kind of your rundown of what St. Joseph feels like and looks like. Definitely. So one of our favorite things that we hear visitors and um, community members that live here, residents, uh, around this time of year, they always say it's so charming and almost like a Hallmark movie. That is one of my favorite things when you're walking on the street. Um, the lights are all lit up. We have lights downtown through mid-February. So we, we are still very much in the wintry wonderland season um, season here in downtown St. Joe. So we love the brick streets lining you know, State Street, which is our main drag of businesses in downtown. Uh, we love our beaches in the winter still because you get the really cool um, sand formations and you get to see the lighthouse iced over. So there's, it's a very, like you said, different, unique experience in the wintertime here uh, for a beach town. And and thinking about it as like a hallmark town at wintertime, I think is a really good description. We need to talk to those folks, maybe have them come out to (laughs) St. Joe and do a movie there because it would, uh, or a TV show, it'd be really great uh, because it really is a cool little town. I'm so impressed with the variety of shopping hmm, types of things that you can shop for because you have really unique shops there. 
We do. We've got everything from, you know, your your St. Joe gear with your sweatshirts and your little postcards that you can send friends and family when you're visiting um, to some really neat boutiques and unique uh, one-of-a-kind restaurants. So whether you're looking to dine in or shop or grab a tasty local craft brew, uh, we've got you covered. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, um, like, at wintertime, what the experience would be down at the beach. Is, is there anything happening there except for just the, the awesomeness of the, the beauty of, of that area? It's pretty much just to take in the nature of that time. So we've got, like I said, the the wind down here. Um, it's really fun because we've got a bluff in St. Joe. So it's really, uh, it's not forgiving on event days sometimes. We always joke about that. But it makes for some really wonderful sand art. So these little tiny sculptures, um, one of our local photographers gets these really neat photos up close. They look like they're three feet tall when really they're only about 12 inches, maybe even smaller. And it just really creates this unique, you know, sculpture that you would never see during the summertime so because there's so much traffic yeah i've seen <laughs> that it's just a yeah it's really so unique. cool yeah well the other there's thing also, like the ice pancakes on the on the lake and yeah. all the fun things <laughs> yeah I, I have i've actually seen those as well I, i'll tell you um i actually was was going through facebook the other day and i uh, just happened to see a picture of the saint joseph lighthouse and pier covered with ice and snow and there's something about that way that's positioned I've never seen ice look like that. It's just awesome. It's pretty neat, and it hangs off the catwalk. So we've got a long catwalk that goes down the pier, the north pier. So it really provides like a, u- a unique experience. We've got the lighthouse and then the north pier, you know, right outside, just the big light. So there's two buildings that get covered in ice, and it is quite beautiful. Well, something to enjoy from a distance. Don't go out there, not at wintertime. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, not a thing to do. Uh, occasionally I see that, and it just makes me shake. So uh, something to really enjoy, the, the beauty of and elsewise, make sure to uh, go downtown. Uh, you know, simple little things like free parking make a big deal of difference to me. Most definitely. And we are very fortunate to have some free parking. Um, some of our hourly lots that we have in the summer flipped all day. Um, but there is free parking in St. Joe. So if you don't mind even a little bit of walking, you can cross Main Street. And, uh, you know, we're within a short walking distance. <laughs> well, and I, I think uh, I'm guessing that some of your galleries, your art galleries, the artists are still there in residence at wintertime as well. So I just I just really highly recommend that uh, not that I'm a big shopper, but I like this town to experience shopping. Uh, So if you love shopping, it's really one of those places to go to. Now, you have a lot of special events. You do things, really cool things year round. And at this time of the year, I know you have your big chili tour, chili event coming up. Tell us about that. That's true. So we're super excited to welcome this event back. It's going to be the last Friday in January, so January 27th, but it's a three-hour event from 5 to 8. You can start here at the Welcome Center and go to over 30 participating locations. So some of our downtown stores uh, host local restaurants. Some of our restaurants just give out samples themselves, and it's a really great experience to not only see some of those businesses you've maybe never been in, but also try out some restaurants uh, that you might not have, have tried before. So for you to start at the Welcome Center for $5 you get a map and then you get you go on your way <laughs> now is, is this a competition of any kind or is it um, you know simply you know getting out there and checking out new places and sampling new food yeah, we would love to, um, you know, give awards to those participating locations. So we definitely have a judged award as well as a people's mm. choice. So we walk around with some of our area um, restauranters and just local, you know, uh, people from businesses, and they help us judge 
for the judged award. And then people's choice is when you pick up that ballot, that voting map, uh, it actually doubles as your ballot. So you can turn that back into the Welcome Center to cast your vote for your mm. favorite. <laughs> and, you know, uh, when the, when you do those types of things, I can just tell you, those chefs take this seriously. So they really they want to <laughs> please you and give you the really great tastes and and they love winning those prizes. So uh, we'll look forward to that. Now, your winter beer festival is coming up uh, relatively soon as well. When does that happen? That is actually the day after Chili Tour. So that Saturday, you can join us for the St. Joe Winter Beer Fest. Tickets are on sale right now. Um, and that is from noon to four right in downtown St. Joe. So that is an outdoor winter beer fest that we hold annually and we just suggest that everyone bundles up because it gets a little chilly (laughs) do you feature beer made exclusively in michigan crafted here or are they beers from all over it is mostly in Michigan. We have had a couple breweries in past years, maybe one from Chicago, but we ter- try to stick to the Midwest. But I believe right now all of our breweries are from Michigan this year. I love to hear that. Now, we talked earlier about the way that, that ice can really uh, take a really unique design just naturally, just Mother Earth doing some really cool things on that lighthouse. But you really have an ice festival as well uh how how does that uh how does that operate and when does that happen definitely so we take over downtown st joe and we close the state street for the weekend but we bring in six teams so that's about 12 carvers and they actually create these beautiful like big eight block sculptures of ice for us they make these huge sculptures right on some of the corners in downtown but on friday night we kick off with some of these pre-made sculptures so there's about 30 to 40 of those that you can just kind of view and see Um, they're so fun i love to see what they come up with and then of course enjoy the live ice carving on friday night and saturday so just lots of really neat things i am always so surprised and just enjoy watching them create these things out of literal blocks of ice (laughs) well they're real artists too and just the thought that they create these beautiful sculptures and then they just melt away kind of makes me sad We, without a doubt, always have like a 30-degree day, you know, on Friday. And then, of course, it warms up to 40 or 50 on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's it's a cool thing. And you spread them around town, right? So it's not just in one place. Yeah, so it's all throughout downtown. So it's it's another great reason to come out and enjoy the downtown area. Again, visiting some of those businesses you might not have seen. Um, We're so thankful to all of our sponsors, some of the downtown businesses, as well as businesses throughout the southwest Michigan area that sponsor those. Um, And it's just a really great, fun community community thing. The website to learn more about these activities and other reasons to go to St. Joe. It's pretty simple, stjoetoday.com, S-T-J-O-E, today.com. Thanks to Danielle Crevier for being with us today. And let me tell you, you really need to check it out. You need to check out all of Michigan this winter. Get out there. Have a great time. That's all the time we have for this week. We'll talk to you next week here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at Michigan.org. Let's go traveling.